Hey guys, it's me, your friend Robin O'Neill. Um, I'm trying something new here, so if my sound sounds a little off, I apologize. I have a new computer. Uh, I gotta thank Billy for uh, stepping up, getting me a new computer, because the other one kept saying, uh, you don't have enough room to save a Word document, my friend. Wouldn't that be cool if that's the announcements they gave? Like if a notification just talked to you like real normal, like, hey man, how's this? How's it going, man? Look, you gotta stop saving so much shit on your computer. You can't even save a Word document now. Are you fucking kidding me? Time to move on, time to upgrade. So I got a new MacBook Pro. I've got GarageBand. This is how I always do my podcast. However, my old settings are gone. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right now, it doesn't even show me the amount of time I'm doing. It just shows me, I don't know, n- numbers. It's just counting numbers. I'm on 31 right now, and I guarantee I've been talking longer than 31 seconds, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, oh, these are bars. It says bar and then beat, and I got my tempo. Clearly, they they think that I'm, who am I? Janis Joplin right now? No, I'm not recording music. By the way, have I ever mentioned this? This is controversial, and this might turn off many uh, listeners. I'm not a Janis Joplin fan. I respect her. I get it. This is one of my biggest, deepest, darkest secrets. Janis Joplin's voice, honest to God, makes me want to stab my eyes out. Um, It just does. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'm very sensitive to voices in general. And, you know, anyway, I know that's the worst thing maybe I've ever said on here. And I, other than my uh, distaste for nudity. Okay, so anyway, welcome to me reading stuff. My name's Robin O'Neill. I am sorry I missed last week. I know I'm always talking about my health, but you guys, that's because I have an autoimmune, many autoimmune conditions and... So they act up a lot, and I—I uh, uh, I don't know what day it was, but I had an ophthalmologist tell me that I was possibly losing my vision in my left eye permanently. So I think I have a pretty good reason for saying, "Hey, you guys, give me a break here." I—I I, I couldn't. I haven't. I haven't read, nor have I drawn for almost three weeks now two and a half weeks. And that, I got to tell you, as somebody, those are the two most important things to me. I mean, other than my family and loved ones and stuff. I have never gone that long since I was like five. I I, I just, especially with the drawing, I mean, reading too. I, I never go to sleep without reading for a long time. Um, I never go to uh, doctor's offices without reading. I never wait by the bus stop without reading. I haven't waited. You know what? I'll be honest. I've never waited at a bus stop that I can think of. I've waited at train stops frequently and subway stops, but it just seemed like the thing to say bus stop, bus stop, drop top, tip top. Um, I am not in tip top shape. So anyway, you know, the, uh, threat of losing my vision right now, I see pretty much nothing out of my left eye. As you may have seen on social media, I am, have been wearing an eye patch every day, by the way, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. It's R O B Y N 
just like Rihanna's real name, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I'm a lot like Rihanna, I've been told. Uh, pretty much identical, really. <clears throat> so I then ha- they rushed me over to a retina specialist. Long story short, I do have vision loss, but they think it'll only be two to four weeks uh, that I will not be able to see out of my left eye. Oh, can I tell you this story? Again, I don't know the time. This says 135 bars, whatever the hell that means. I, um, okay. So at first there, there was scar tissue for, by the way, I have uveitis is what it is. It's related to some, another disease I have called ankylosing spondylitis. So basically I have a lot of inflammation in my body right now. And, um, I'm going to hit pause while I drink some coffee. And, but we didn't know what was going on at first. This has been going on for quite a while. I thought I had a headache. So by the way, anybody who has an autoimmune condition, specifically uh, rheumatoid arthritis, any sort of arthritis or colitis, as I also have, or whatever, and your eye is a little bit red and it kind of hurts, do not hesitate to go immediately to an ophthalmologist, not an optometrist like I did at first. I've been to an optometrist, to an ophthalmologist three or four times, and to the retina guy once, and I go back to him again next Thursday. By the way, he was the hottest doctor I've ever seen in my life. And here's what he did to me. Okay, so I had a rectangular pupil in my left eye. It turned from circle to rectangular, then to like a hot dog, like an oblong, weird shape. And I just figured it's because I'm on a million weird drops. I was thinking the drops are just making me have weird pupils. And I don't look shit up online anymore medically. I've been through too much hell with that. That you know, Basically, I, I just can't do it. And I advise no one to do it. So sometimes I'll have other people look it up for me like, hey, do you think this is normal? And it seemed like the pupil thing was probably caused by these dilating drops that I'm on. But when I went into the ophthalmologist for the checkup. By the way, the word ophthalmologist grosses me out. Does it anybody else? Yes or no? It just shouldn't be ophthalmologist. I want it to be something else. Uh, optometrist is great. Let's call ophthalmologist um, ultimateologist or something. Like that just seems cooler. Ophthalmologist, the way it rolls off my tongue makes me kind of grossed out. Uh, Anyway, I went in and the doc, the nurse first, and then the doctor looked at my pupil and they were like, no, 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 this is not good. This is permanent. This is except for surgery. So that was another reason I got sent over to the retina specialist, the hot guy. The retina specialist, it's a long story, but here's what he did. This is a crazy ass story of medicine and my respect for doctors who work creatively, which is very rare, in my opinion, very, very, very rare. Do you see a doctor? I've had it a couple of times. You know who does it? Um, Acupuncturists can do this, where they sort of look at you as if they're looking at a piece of art. Like the way I step back and look at my drawings and kind of assess something this is what good doctors do. You can see their brain churn it, turning and you can see them going, okay, they're like, you know, going through their brain, all the different options. So this guy, he's okay. My, oh, my, my rectangle turned into a hot dog, then turned into a clover, a three leaf clover pupil. That's what I had. 
not kidding. And so I asked about that and he's like, okay, well, yeah, it's true. That is only fixed surgically. And I don't recommend it because it's just cosmetic. Like your pupil can be the shape of a lamp and it doesn't matter. You're going to see the same. Like as long as these drops in my treatment for you work in a couple of weeks, you're good sight wise. It's just, you're going to have a clover shaped pupil. And I'm like, um, no, sir, I'm not. That's, I've got enough wrong with me. Cosmetically speaking, I have enough problems with how I look. The last thing I need is to now be concerned about people. Look, I, I just know I, I, I can't, I've got problems self-esteem wise. Let's do this. He was like, okay, well, and he, he had this assistant, like good doctors always seem to have their assistant by their side every second. And they're so awesome. I love it when that happens. And he said, he, by the way, this is the uveitis specialist of Los Angeles. So he, he goes, all right, well, sometimes this guy and me, whatever his name was, we, who was dressed like a break dancer, by the way, the, the, his assistant was not wearing medical clothes at all. He was wearing what looked like he was in breaking part two. Uh, it was amazing. So he says, you know, what I, what I'm going to try. And I have like a, maybe a 50% success rate on this. So don't get excited. But sometimes we put these certain drops. I'm going to put a lot of drops in your eyes. And then, uh, break dancers is going to hand me a Q-tip and I'm going to massage your pupil and I'm going to try to massage it into the shape of a circle. And, uh, if you're cool with that, and by the way, I can barely put an eye drop in my eye. Honestly, it, it, I, that test that they do at the optometrist's office where they do a puff of, uh, I said smoke, a puff of whatever air into your eye. I can't do it. I blink like crazy. I am very sensitive to my eyes. I've never worn contacts and I had nothing wrong with my eyes. So, but I immediately was like, let's do this. Uh, the fact that this guy was attractive and that he had a breakdancer assistant didn't hurt matters. So he leaned me back. It's a really weird sensation. I, I probably had 18 drops put into my eye. And he basically, imagine if you had, I'm trying to, it's hard to describe this. Like um, the top of a chicken pot pie, the dough that you put on top. And there was a little slit that you put in there with a knife and then you you got the back of a spoon or something and you tried to try to massage it into a circle hole instead of a slit he did that into my pupil uh and it i felt the pressure it was a very weird feeling and uh he made it into a circle <laughs> so he was like you probably won't be able to tell until later tonight or tomorrow but on the way home we looked and i totally had a circle already. Um, and now I mean, it's a little, it's a little off, but compared to a three leaf clover, uh, pupil, I am doing just fine. So that's my story. You guys, it's been a hellacious week. I'm not even going to tell you what else is going on. Um, but it's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's a lot. And you know what? It's a lot, but I'm going to say this out loud. I am tough. I am more than capable of handling everything that's coming my way. I am, I was going to say cool, but I'm, I'm not cool. I'm a complete nerd, so I'm not cool. Um, I have been through a lot 
and I can get through a lot more. And I'm not wor- I'm not worried about me. I'm just not right this minute. <laughs> the last week and a half I've been very worried about myself, but right now I'm feeling pretty good. So that's that's what's going on with me. Now, I have no idea what I'm going to read because I haven't been able to read. But I'm going to put my eye patch back on and I'm going to try to read to you guys a poem that a Me Reading Stuff listener sent me that I really like. And I have not tracked down the book yet because, I ha- again, I haven't been doing anything. But So I don't have the full book, but I'm going to find this and I'm going to read it. And you're going to love it. And it's it this poem, whoa. Get ready, because this was one of these poems where I thought, this one's this one's meant for me. This one's meant for me reading stuff, and this one's meant for you. I'm talking to you, Sandra. I'm talking to you, Bethany. I'm talking to you, Carl. I'm talking to you, Markel. And I'm talking to you, Q-Tip. All right, so hold on. Let me go find it, and I'll be right back. Okay, sorry, I'm having trouble figuring out my new computer, but at least I have a new computer. Okay, so I'm going to be reading. This, again, was sent to me, so thank you so much. I love you guys. I love you guys when you send me things. Again, it's me reading stuff at iCloud.com, I believe. Um, This is a writer who I had never... I don't even think I had heard of her and I've definitely never read her and I've definitely never read her on the podcast. Dubrovka Ugresic. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that almost right. Born in uh, 1949. She's now lives in Amsterdam, but she's considered a post Yugoslav writer. I know she lived in, isn't it former? Yeah, I don't know. Croatia is what I'm getting from. And she left Croatia for political reasons. Not only that, I think she got kicked out. Uh, I think she, you know, got kicked out of it because of her anti-war, her openness about being um, anti-everything that was going on there war-wise. So she was exiled. Now, she has also toured around Europe and America. She's taught in small stints at UCLA and I think in Chapel Hill and somewhere in New York. So she's made her way around and I'm so sorry that I'm new to her because I am falling madly in love with her based on at least the little bit I was able to find. And I don't know the title of this poem, but I'm going to be reading this anyway and then I'm going to figure out a way to, I'm just going to say, buy what you can of hers, and I don't know how m- much is translated, but we together, <laughs> you, me, and everybody else, we're all going to get on board with her. And and if you know it more about her, I have a feeling, I know that Stephanie Gehring, uh, friend of the show, best friend of the show, let's call her the best friend of the show, Stephanie Gehring, who is an amazing poet, writer, uh, editor, all around perfect human, in my opinion, who lives in Austin and works at Malvern Books, which uh, you have to go to if you're anywhere in Texas. How many times do I have to say it? Anyway, Stephanie, what's up? You probably know something about um, about this, this amazing writer, Dubrovka Ugresic. Okay, here we go, guys. Here's the unknown title titled poem. 
Let me make sure this is recording. I'm super nervous. Okay, it's recording. By the way, I'm not even using a microphone. That's how lazy I am. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just talking into my computer. So I actually have no idea if this is working at all. Okay, may you... Here we go. Sorry. Start fresh. Here's the poem I'm obsessed with. May you be cursed in this world and... The, let me start over. May you be cursed in this world and the next. May you not live to see the sunrise. May the vultures get you. May you vanish from this earth. May you walk a thorn field barefoot. May God make you thinner than a thread and blacker than a pot. May you reap wormwood where you sow basil. May the devil torment you. May the devil season your soup. May ravens caw at you. May your blood cause you agony. May thunder and lightning strike you. May lightning strike you and split you down the middle. May you wander blind over the earth. May a serpent bite you in the heart. May you suffer like a worm under bark. May turbid water sweep you away. May your heart quarter and burst. May an arrow pierce your heart. May you never more see the light of day. May all abandon you. May you lose all but your name. May your seed be obliterated. May you be struck dumb. May your life bleak and barren. May a serpent swallow you whole. May the sun burn you alive. May your sugar be bitter. May your mouth and neck change places. May you choke on bread and salt. May the devil plague you. May God do unto you what you have done unto me. May the sea cast up your bones. May you see black and your eyes turn white. May you turn to dust and ashes. May God burn out your eyes and leave two holes. May your mouth never utter a word. May you be damned. May you piss blood and tar. May a live wound devour you. May you be consumed by fire. May the waters close up over you. May you burn to death. May you lie in a grave immobile for a hundred years. May you neither marry nor receive extreme unction. May your name be forgotten. May you never see the sun. May you rust over. May you be hit by thunder and lightning. May you be murdered every day of the year. May your face turn to pitch. May your roots dry up. May you burst. May you lick ashes. May you turn to stone. May your heart turn to stone. May you die in darkness. May your soul fall out. May you vanish in an eclipse. May you never eat your fill. May you fall dead by the wayside. May your joys lament. May you drift without end. May you go deaf. May you go dumb. May you have no possessions. May you wither from the roots. May you cry for your mother's milk. May the earth push up your bones. May you be devoured by worms. May, may you lose your soul and nails. May you never have a live guest. 
May you never again see your house. May you lack bread when you have salt. May you turn to wood and stone. May a stone fall on your heart. May my good wishes kill you. May you never be heard of again. May a frog piss on you. May you fail to awake from your next sleep. May my tears kill you. May your star go out. May you take to the road. May your days be black. May your tongue go mute. May misery smile upon you. May you leave your bones behind. Happy Thursday evening, everybody. Thanks so much for coming out. Um, that's, you know, I went into reading that. P.S. I fucking love every second of that, if you can't tell. But also, I'm sorry, I didn't actually, I'm not lucid. I'm on pain pills right now. Um, I, I, I didn't quite realize how, I don't even want to say the word dark. I didn't realize how mean-spirited it is. But I can think of somebody, somebody who's in the news every fucking second of the day, who I would like to dedicate that poem to. All right? If you're mad at me, then fuck you. We don't need you in this uh, program anyway. Get the hell out of here. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Also, there's just something about th this is really good. This is really, really, really good. That is a good poem. If you don't think so, and you've got a bone to pick with me, fine. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. Why don't you, why don't you come at me with your praise poems? Because I read those too, and you know that I love those. Thanks by W.S. Merwin. Don't even get me started. But you know what? A real person living a real life with real emotions can feel both this shit and the one that has that we have gratitude for even when our cancer cells explode in our body. So I just want everybody to know right now that I am a person who loves it all. I hate it all and I love it all. I'm here to live this life, whether it be with a clover-shaped pupil, um, a problematic ovary that I'm about to get removed soon, all of this stuff. I know I'm very bodily oriented because I have so many problems. Some of you may be obsessed with the fact that you want a romantic relationship that you can't have. I don't, I don't know what you're going through. Let me know. I know a few things. Some of you tell me very intimate things and I love hearing from you and I try my best to respond when I can. And I'm sorry that I don't always. I'm sorry. I, you know what? Ideally, I'd be talking to all of you guys individually over coffee and French fries and water. I, I really would. That would require, I would need, I would need a lot for that to happen, but that's what I want. And I actually want a conference of all of you guys, all of you regular me reading stuff listeners. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I want to meet you all at a Denny's and an Embassy Suites or a hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, this is enough out of me. What do I have to say to you? 
I don't have much to say. I just want you guys to live your lives the best you can. I want you to get enough rest. I want you to drink a ton of water. You know what? Paint one of your nails. Just one of them. Just do that. That's a fun thing to do. Um, take care of the ones you love the best you can. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting to talk towards the computer. I don't have a microphone. I'm sorry. I also don't know how to put music uh, into this. So this might go out without music. At this point, it looks like this is going out without any theme song. And you know what? Who cares? Uh, again, this is my podcast. I'm not sponsored. I don't give money. Oh, you know what? So I can do whatever I want is what I was going to say. I also wanted to say thank you so much for subscribing on iTunes. I've got a lot more subscribers. And I had a lot of you pushing that button on Podomatic that said, we want more. And I got to tell you, <laughs> that makes me feel so good. Because I get a little alert that David from Hawaii tells me about. And it comes into some email that he checks for me. And it says, we want more. And he always takes a picture and sends it to me. So thank you, whoever you are doing that. It's anonymous, but I love it. And I love you. And I love whoever sent me this. Honestly, this poem, this poem by Dubrovka Ugrecic, Ugrecic, I mean, come on. Okay, it's... Well, anyway, I'll put a link in the podcast to show you. I, I cobbled together two different translations. So, again, there's a lot of mistakes here, but we're okay with that because we're here to praise and we're here to express all the hatred that's in that poem. All right, I don't hope that your bones dip into the ground in horrible ways. I don't wish you to cry for your mother's milk. I don't wish you to lack bread I don't wish you to never be heard of again. And I don't wish you, I'm trying to think of another one. I don't want you to go deaf or dumb or blind for that matter. Now, I might wish you to vanish in an eclipse because A, vanishing and disappearances are very cool, if you ask me. And also, if you're going to vanish in, a, in an eclipse, that's like the ultimate way to go. Let's, let's be real. I mean, besides... For me, I would like to die with a tiger killing me, or now I'm going to add to the list vanishing in an eclipse. Okay, that's it. I'm out of here. I love you guys very much. Have a good weekend, and happy April, or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, bye.